And I think the other leverage point that we're talking about is this conversation right now, right? So you're talking about leverage technology, leverage media as well. So I would imagine there's a big part of you that clearly believes in media, that appearing on podcasts, getting the message out there, not necessarily in a, hey, call us up at blah, 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 and here we are trying to sell you and pitch you. No, we're telling stories. We're sharing information. What is it with podcasting and you? Yeah, I mean, for us, I think that there's a sincerity to the story around our desire to help small businesses. Then you don't need to go out and try and like sell it. You just talk about the experiences you've had and learnings you've gone through and the failures you've made and the wins you've had. And like we're trying to build a hundred year business. We're not trying to build a flash in the pan and just like take advantage of the moment or an opportunity or a customer or whatever. It is like, it's just for the long term. And so I don't think about podcasts as like, okay, how many customers did we get that from that one show? It is more about let's build a brand that is long term and sustainable and that tells our story and someone will hear it. And somewhere down the road, they'll be talking to a friend that's a business owner that needs financing and they'll say, have you heard about Lindio's story? It's incredible or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I believe in in the media stuff, mostly because again, we think about building a long term sustainable business. This is just one step at a time, yep. little by little, thinking about the long term. Why do CEOs or business leaders get caught up in, you just kind of mentioned it, the ROI of it, right? I'm going to appear on this, or I'm going to do this, or we're going to create this type of content. What did we make from that? It's impossible to know, right? Why do you think that they're so caught up? Not they, or just people in general, because you have to go through this process. Perhaps you have to fail, and then eventually you realize, like, no, I can go tell these stories, and maybe I can't measure the ROI, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, because the pressure to leverage the resources you have to drive results is so high. Mm -hmm. And and so you're always being measured with how did you leverage your assets and to generate X? That might be revenue, that might be ROI, that might be whatever. And if you're leveraging your resources to grow the business, because that's your financial scorecard, and you're doing these podcasts and other things that maybe don't have direct ROI along the way, then you're looked at as like an amazing CEO, right? But if you're doing those these things that you can't exactly attribute ROI to them and you don't have the financial results that back it up, now you're looking at, wow, he or she just wasted their time doing these things to build their brand and didn't actually translate to anything. And so, I mean, I think it's natural that every person, just like every sports coach, whether it's NFL or NBA or college football or whatever it is, they're measured by their win yeah. and their loss. That's yeah. their scorecard. Yeah. Now, if they can do that scorecard and then they're amazing in the community and people in the community just love, like you think of Dabo Sweeney or whatever. I'm a big sports guy. But sure. People love him in the community. Yeah. But if he didn't win any game, it's because he's <laughs> top five in the country every year. Right. And he knows how to win. Yep. If he did all that stuff in the community and, and he wasn't winning, he wouldn't last there, like not even a year. Right. right? So... It's that balance that is a really difficult balance for a CEO to, to what handle. Sure. And, and I love the sports analogies. We have this platform called Sports Epreneur SE, and we collide sports and entrepreneurship. So it's like, it's going perfectly cool. into there. That'd be fun. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot of fun. And we'll continue to talk about that. I do think there is one thing that I'll, on the sports side, where sports is a very zero-sum game, right? Like, you two teams, Coastal Carolina plays BYU. One team has to lose, hey, right? Easy, I know. <laughs> easy. Oh, come on. I'm trying to forget about that game. I know. And it's brutal. And you know what the coolest thing is? And I saw you actually tweeted this. 
the fact that BYU showed up to go and play in this game, and really Coastal Carolina had the most to gain in a game like that, BYU was there. And I think people are going to remember like the game and the fact that they played and it was like, wow, when it was on a Wednesday or something and they show up on a Saturday night and they're playing the game. And But in sports, maybe I just countered myself and that was like, there was a positive sum environment in that. But sports normally is a zero sum where if you're appearing on podcast, there can be a positive sum where we can have some gains. You could have some gains. I, you know, I always look at like a podcast and I get to talk to you, Brock. Like I get to have these conversations and ask a successful CEO with family and doing all these things. And I can take notes and, and do all this stuff. And there's positive in all of it. And then we get to feature you and showcase what Lendio is doing and what you're doing. And I think that's a way to look at it. So that's where the sports thing maybe goes on the other side. But it's absolutely right. And at the end of the day, your results matter. And if you don't have the results, that you could do the best branding in the world. If you don't know how to sell or if you don't know how to create a product and drive revenue, well, how can you hire employees, right? Yeah. And I think there's definitely benefits from podcasts or other media, you know, things like that. There's so many learning opportunities. It's growth. It's interesting. It causes you to reflect and be thoughtful. And so I think there's a bunch of benefits that come from it that help you be a better leader, a better CEO, and hopefully translates into it later. And I I believe in it. I think there's times where I was kind of like, if I were to get on that show, what will it help me? How many customers are we going to measure get from it? Oh, well, none. Okay, well, that I can actually directly attribute, then I'm not going to do it. Anyways, I think that that's the short-sighted way of thinking about things. Sure. Well, and you would use the word pressure and you talk about pressure becomes your ally. So there are these pressures and there's all sorts of pressures. And sometimes we put pressures on ourselves that weren't even maybe there But if you lean into it is what I hear you saying. If you lean into that a little bit, that it's your ally, like use it. It fuels you, it fuels your company. And maybe it's to prove people that you can do it, like that we can change, we can pivot, we can completely change on a dime what we're doing and we can make this happen. Yeah, the word pressure to me is I was able to coach the ninth grade. I was the head coach for the ninth grade football team here this fall. And and my son was the quarterback and we ended up winning the championship. It was an incredible season and, and whatnot. But one of the games, the semifinal game, one of the boys right before the game said, I've never been so nervous in my life. And I stopped everything. I pulled the team together and I said, how many are nervous? And they all kind of instantly raised their hand. And I said, you're feeling pressure, right? And they're like, yeah, we feel like we're so nervous about this. You feel pressure. And I said, pressure, this was something that was taught to me by a good friend. Pressure is a privilege. And they're like, what? What does that mean? And I said, how many other teams in the league would switch spots with you right now to be in this semifinal game. And they said, every single team. And I said, every single person would love to be in this spot where you feel pressure. Because pressure means that you're in a unique scenario that it means something. There's something at stake. And that's a privilege. You know, Not everyone gets to the semifinal game. Not everyone gets to the championship game. And as the stakes get higher, the privilege gets higher, the pressure increases. It's a more unique opportunity that you have that others would love to have a part of. So sometimes we beat ourselves up around that. I think taking that, turning that a little bit and turning it to the positive mindset of saying, yeah, I feel pressure. That means that it's meaningful. Yeah. And I get to be a part of it. Yeah. And how do I turn that pressure into a privilege and realize it's privilege and turn it into an opportunity that that I can run with? And that changed the game for those boys. They're ninth graders and they took a deep breath and calmed down. And it was a phenomenal scenario. But Again, it's not mine. Someone taught it to me that pressure is a privilege. 
I love that, like you just said. And it makes me think of a couple of things. One, I'm originally from Buffalo, New York. And so I was there when the Bills went to four Super Bowls. And then when they had all these playoff games and be freezing cold in Buffalo and playing sub-zero temperatures, it's snowing, the wind's blowing, and people are questioning if they can win. And Marv Levy had this line and they have it on videos, where would you rather be than right here, right now? Right. And it kind of gets into what you're talking about. There's something though, and then you look at the Bills or take an example, like you mentioned BYU. BYU took a chance and they said, we're going to go play this game. We could lose. They're not thinking that, right? But ultimately, everyone knows one team's going to win, one team's going to lose. Your ninth grade boys, they could have lost that game. And it's interesting because especially the bigger you get, if they show up, Clemson, as your example, last year, they get to the championship and they actually lose the game. You know, they won before, but that team has to deal with that downside, the questions, the whatever, and then they got to get back up and do it all over again. It's really difficult because once you put your heart and soul into something, it might not work out. And I think it prevents people from even doing it, right? They'd rather, oh man, I don't know if I want to play Alabama because we might lose to them. Whereas someone else is saying, I want a shot at the title. I want a shot to beat those guys. There's a lot in that. It's just like you're saying, it's a privilege to even be here. Go out there, take a deep breath and let's go get it. And you know what? You still might not win, but at least you showed up, right? And we talk about, it at a podcast on here. It's a youth basketball association here in Charlotte, North Carolina. They said, there's three feelings in sports. It's winning, it's losing, and not participating. And not participating is the worst one. I see the same thing in building a business. Winning, losing, and not participating. Hey, you know what? You gave it a shot. If Lendio never existed, but you gave it a shot and that first company was it, you know what? You showed up. You were there on the field and you tried your best. And maybe it didn't work out. Whatever. You tried. And what can we learn? 